Yo, 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 what's up, Ramley? It's Jay here, alongside Drew. Yo, yo. I'm your host for the We Not Me podcast. Your home for Rams news from a couple of fans. A couple of lifelong fans, too. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's been a minute. Uh, we've been away for a little bit. Um, no excuses there, but uh, we back here with uh, week four coming up. And as I don't know why we didn't start right before week one, but yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> we we went through the motions and then we were at the Saints game, so we had to travel for that, and we probably should have did a vlog of that as well, but I mean, we're here now. Yeah, we'll have to hit it next year. We we'll have to hit that whole vlog showing V's Cafe year, for that morning breakfast. We try to do this during the Super Bowl if we make it. Uh, but we gotta show them V's Cafe for that game day morning breakfast. They got that. They got that green machine. They got that. That's like the perfect LA breakfast too. Like you want some 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 greasy bacon, but you know, also I'm really a green. really surprised. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I want to go off topic because we gotta talk about the first three games and this Bucks games coming oh, up. We're we like, gonna be here for a minute. That uh, no one apparently no one wants to go to. With the ticket prices at like sixteen bucks for the rafters, yep. but uh, we didn't make it to the tailgate spot. He dropped yeah. us off right at the front. Yeah, that's true, huh? Usually, yeah, usually we usually we're in the, the side. back somewhere. But uh, you know what? Coming from coming from the last place that we were, it brought us to the back of the stadium, and where we were staying at before, I guess the route put him to the front of the stadium. But I didn't even get we didn't even get a chance to go over to the um, tailgate area. Well, that and remember we got out early. We were, we bailed because traffic, you know, getting in, and we didn't know how much longer it was gonna be. We saw that stop sign. We we're like, hey, we good. Yeah, pretty much. So he may have been bringing, you know, maybe the GPS was swooping him around. Maybe. And I don't think he wanted to walk all the way around the entire stadium just to just to get to the tailgate area, and then the gates start opening. And I'd rather do what we did. We was answering questions. We were trying to hey, promote the podcast. I got suckered into taking a uh, taking a picture of a bunch of Saints fans. But oh, um, they was looking good too. What they call themselves, the babies? I told I you. I don't know what it was. I told you. I listen. started. Look, I, I will tell you this. I started to flip the camera around, scream, "Whose house?" And, <laughs> and they take dropped a picture out, of us. They dropped their towel. And then just give it to them and be like, hey, um, y'all need to find the Saints fan over here. You're in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you right now, it was, what, four or five? Just one, two, cute, banging blondes. And they were like, hey, hey, I told you, be careful, dog. We're going to get me toot right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't take, hey, don't take no Derek pictures of yourself and stuff. Uh-huh, hey, but- you won a shirt. But, I mean, to start the season now, we – it's almost like it feels – it feels like how the Patriots kind of start, but but we're actually winning still. We're still winning, and it looks like what happens when you don't play preseason. So well, it's like they didn't do anything. Well, to me, they ain't if, even practice. It was just straight OTAs, training camp, skip preseason, then try to start the season. To me, it feels almost like uh, Rams post Browns or post uh, Lions last year. Like, I know we lost a couple games, but, you know, 
we we never looked like we were firing again. Yeah, but that was after the bye week, and then that was after everybody uh, everybody had tape on us. Oh no, for sure. But I, I think it's more rust right now. I don't think. Listen, McVay's offense is too good. They ain't got the tape on them like that. Sure. We'll be back at it as soon as Goff starts making those passes, and as soon as Woods and Cup stop dropping the easy stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I was a little bit annoyed by the by the Browns game and as a whole because it's like there is just certain stuff I don't like. Now drops, yeah, fingertip drops. I can understand at least with Cooks. He's not our jump. He's not. He's not the jump man. You, no, for sure. And I don't even think anybody really does that in the NFL anymore. No. Like you don't you don't just throw that fifty fifty because more than likely, yeah, you might get the twenty yard catch or yeah, you might get the touchdown. You might you lose might that get a pick. <laughs> no, you might lose that receiver. Oh yeah. Hey, you getting blasted? You gonna fall right on his back or fall on his ribs? And you reach out for that, and, and it's a coin flip for for whatever sacrifice you might end up doing. You sacrifice your body for that. Especially little cooks, man. <laughs> we don't need him. Yeah, and you know? he threw him too. He threw. Yeah. Him, he threw him two of them. Two. Uh, I'll say. One, he had to jump for. He probably threw that, like, at least, like, four feet above him. Four feet or three. Uh, You're talking about the Browns game, right? Um, yeah, the Browns game. It, I don't know. It was probably, like, two two feet above him. He had to jump up for it, and it hit him right in the, uh, uh, right in the fingertips. And then the other one was where he just kind of panicked and threw it right at him. And it's like, I don't understand that. Like, he... He will not take an L on the play. Like, the only – or I wouldn't even say an L. I'll say a stalemate. Like, you just – it's not there. All right, fine. Throw the ball out of bounds. Like, uh, even brings me back all the way to the uh, Super Bowl. He took two sacks on the sideline. That didn't make any sense. The one where he spun and ended up where on his spun knees. spun and he was on his knees. And I'm like, <sighs> why is the ball not out of your hands? Or then the other one where he tried to throw the ball out all at the last minute and got cracked. Yeah, he got smacked around. Oh my God. He's like, but he's twenty four. True. Right? Or is he twenty five now? Yeah, no, his birthday's 20... week four. Yeah, hey, you, it's coming. You tend up. to forget how young he is because you're so spo- you're so spoiled with the <laughs> uh, with the success. You you tend to forget. McVeigh is only 30, 34. 34, 33, and Goff is only 24, 25. Yeah, Goff's birthday is the 14th of October, so. I'm thinking, the, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, uh, what, what am I looking for? Like, I, I, I'm trying trying to give them the. Um, the benefit of the doubt? No, I'm expecting them to be like. Oh, you want. Your vet. Yeah, you like, want. Like, I'm expecting McVay to be like a. Uh, be like Wade Phillips by now. Yeah. Talk to be freaking Tom Brady. I'm yeah. like, you look at some of the mistakes that he makes, and they're still considered like rookie or sophomore mistakes that you have, and they're yeah, they're, they're less young mistakes, but they're at bad times. Like I gotta <laughs> understand him doing that like in the second quarter, like the uh, the interception he threw. Um. With like, to go over the uh, with like four minutes left in the game. Yeah. I can understand that if it's like four or uh, ten minutes left in the uh, second quarter. Or it's like the third quarter, like the beginning of the third quarter. Trying to yeah. get away with some stuff. Okay. Not when the game is on the line. 
well, and you're like, I can fit it in there, <laughs> and it gets tipped. You know, it, it's weird. So, so Goff has the most fourth quarter comebacks in the league since I think the beginning of the 2018 season, right? Okay. But what's weird to me is um, when we're up and the, we need that four minute drive, we just we just can't do it. I mean, the Seattle games last year, right? We had to try our defense out there one last time. Um, the Monday Night Football against the the Chiefs, we gave uh, Mahomes two different times to throw a pick, but two different times to beat us. Yeah, it's um, like he just—I I don't know if he. Like I if will we're say, down, I don't understand us. necessarily if McVeigh understands how much of an advantage of field position he has with the personnel he has. I. I've said this off air before, before we even started the podcast when we had a, um, when we were talking about Fisher Ball, how it, how how Jeff Fisher is actually supposed to run that offense, but yeah. it always just looks stupid. It's slow pace. It's slow pace, and you have like no points or no offense, and it's never ran to to the fullest extent it's supposed to be. The only time it was ran perfectly and failed miserably was against uh, the Dolphins Miami. before he got fired. His last game. That was that was no. His last game was um, the blowout against. That's um, right. The the Cardinals. No, uh, the blowout against. Um, what the hell? How many blowouts do we? <laughs> no, the blowouts against Atlanta. That's when he got fired. He got fired mm. after that game. And then That's Bones right. Bones took over for the Thursday game um, against the Seahawks. Uh, That's right. I forgot about. I, I the advantage about that we game. have with the people that we have is technically, you need to make twenty yards. You need twenty yards to have an advantage. But even then, I would give Hecker from the five all the way to the forty, uh, or uh, um, our own forty. Yeah. That's Hecker's window. It's not a good window for him to pin, but he can boot it. You put him any further, then it gets a little it gets a little uh, shaky because he's got to get the ball out because you're also losing take, yard yeah. uh, yards back um, for him to wind up and boot it. But well, that I mean, even from the forty, that like you said, that window. What do we have a twenty yard window before Greg comes in? Um, we get to the opponent's 40, and all of a sudden it's Greg time. Yeah, Greg is the 40. I want to say the <laughs> 40, probably the 45. So our purgatory is almost, uh, well, the 45 is a 63-yard field goal. So I would say, we would say basically our purgatory is our 40 to the opponent's 40, give or take a couple yards, right? Mm-hmm. So the red, even then, like our no man's land would be like the fifty. Um, I would say yeah. the forty-five, the forty-five to, uh, to the other forty-five. That's no man's land, but it's That's still enough to to get a false start or delay a game to back up five yards to give Hecker um, enough space to try to pin it. Yeah. So technically, if you if you call a touchback and you're at the twenty-five. You only need 20 yards to start working with advantage field position. Yep. And it's almost like McVay doesn't necessarily understand that. And from that point, if I hit the 45, I'm calling all kinds of crazy plays. 
Because I know as long as I don't turn the football over, I have an advantage. I can pin them uh, within the five and let my defense try to get two points. I can move an additional uh, 20 yards, and I might have a 50-yard, a 50-yarder, and then automatic. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily say automatic uh, once you get closer. I keep Zerline off, uh, off, off the right hash. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I got I got my offense to work with inside the thirty. But I mean, even then, like I don't want to say it's like new age defense that's making these red zone trips harder. But it just seems like teams aren't 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 getting in the red zone once they get there. It just seems like I I don't know if the play calling is really that bad or um, has defenses really just scared offenses to try to just yeah, muscle I mean, their way through. Cause I mean, we saw Thursday night football. True. And that, that obviously didn't make any sense. Same thing with the Browns, but um like our red zone trips don't make any sense like you date back just what five years you could say there are like there were at least like five teams in the league if they're in the red zone your points six not not three six is gonna happen it just seemed like it's gotten a lot harder like i don't know i didn't know what matt lafleur was scared of same thing with I for for a good reason Freddie Kitchens was scared of Aaron Donald well yeah he's the boogeyman dog so it's like do you really want to waste two downs on a run that might not that might not even go anywhere might go backwards or could end up in the fumble I get it but also don't go five wide (laughs) No, like, no. You gotta like, scare it, us it, with dis- the opportunity of the run, right? Disguise it, something like it. I wouldn't have been surprised if he didn't run eleven personnel, but no, he went shotgun the entire time. He said so, shotgun. Five. I think they had one play with the running back. This is technically, um, this would be the first, uh, the first episode of the second season. The We Not Me podcast, and we pretty much got to catch up on uh, the season to date because we didn't. We st- we we got thirty points, but it didn't feel like we got thirty points. No, and really, if Greg didn't miss that field goal, we get thirty three points. Yeah, which is uh, which was that was one of those games. You know what that game reminded me of? Yeah. You remember last year against uh, week three against the Chargers when if we were like golf, uh, Gurley fumbled, golf threw a pick, and then you blink and all of a sudden we're up twenty-one-seven because we had the block punt, we had the the um, interception of our own. No, similar to the Saints game. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but that's how I felt about the Panther game. I felt like, man, what's going on? What are we doing? And then boom, all of a sudden we were up what two scores? Like, whoa. Yeah, because uh, there wasn't and even they were a blocking score. our punts. Yeah, there wasn't even the score in the first quarter. Yeah, I know. Uh, the first points didn't pop up until a forty-nine yarder from Greg, and um, at the beginning of the um, well, second so quarter, we barely score our first touchdown right before half. Uh, no, there was a there was uh, twelve minutes left in the second quarter when Malcolm ran it in. 
Okay, okay. That's another concern, too, but I'm not ready to call anything yet. But the running game? The running game and the choice. Mm. I've explained, I've said it before, uh, um, off air, but I like the approach, but I don't know, I don't, I don't know if it's the approach I'm thinking of. Yeah, you know. Where I think it's a test. Throw Gurley out there and, and let's see how they line up. Just as simple as that. 11 personnel, put 30 back there. Are y'all calling the bluff? Do you think he's hurt? Go well, ahead and hey, go ahead and uh, come out in the nickel while we're running the uh, eleven personnel. Well, the problem is, is uh, we're not getting the, those outside zone plays that we're used to chunking people for twenty yards. They're still stacking the box. No one's calling the bluff. They're, but they're stacking like the outside of the box. They're running that six, six, uh, six on the line play. Yep. That so, bears. Yeah. Everyone's trying. Well, yeah, everyone's trying to use uh, the Bears and what the Patriots did um, to stifle the run game. And your golf is still rusty, so you're forcing well, him to beat you, and it's going to get worse once he starts getting that, in rhythm. That's what I was just going to say. Say what you want about Gurley, but if teams are still stacking the box to stop him, and giving he's golf still worth that year. money. Yeah, he's, he's still, still worth that money. He's still worth that money. And he's still, even with all this, he's still getting 4.6 yards of carry still. It's not like he's getting. Yeah, like, it's just just because Frank it doesn't Gore look levels. good on your fantasy, uh, uh, your fantasy roster doesn't mean that yeah. these wins aren't being eked out for good reasons. He's not reason. impactful. Yeah. So it's and like, okay, it, you, you want to talk about Gurley being injured or he might have some arthritis in his knee or there might be, he might be degenerating um due to the workload from his um sophomore year. Yeah. You you can say all that. But these teams going up against us ain't believing that. Cuz it's if like they, he if the second were, he's on the field, that box <laughs> is stacked. And if it's they like, were believing that, they'd be running that dime. <laughs> yeah, you run out there and go in dime and, and try to cover Woods uh cup and Cooper cup and um uh, nice Tyler stage. Higbee or um, Gerald Everett, but no, whoever <laughs> they still pay attention to Gurley because they have to eliminate that play action. I think what's hurting Gurley more than anything right now is just the the lack of his re- receiving game. He, you know, Gurley always drops a couple here and there, but the drops added on with um, the screen game just isn't there. Just isn't there yet. Yeah, but our, our screen game is just obvious. It's like I, it's got to oh, be know. a Rams thing. We can't <laughs> run draws or screens to save our lives. Well, like, we've been trying to do draws. Finally, it's been weird. Oh wait, when did we run a draw that caught me off guard? It was week one, wasn't it? We were yeah, on the I phone? think he ran it with Malcolm Brown. I yeah, that's right. You were on a draw. delay. It was. <laughs> You were on a delay. Oh, that was the Malcolm Brown when they gave that up. That was the one just... where they all gave up. They, they couldn't. They couldn't believe that we ran the draw yeah. play. And like Malcolm Brown runs up the middle, right, and bounces out a little bit to the right on the uh, um, on the right side of the center, and he's yeah. still moving forward, and he breaks two tackles, and the Carolinas' um, uh, defensive line just gives up. 
they're watching Malcolm Brown break these tackles and then move forward for an extra like um five, six five, yards. Five, five, six yards. Yeah. He almost got the first down on it. And I'm like, oh. can we run these more often? Cause it's like we get killed well, by them. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> cause, cause um it it gets to a point where Aaron Donald's so fast that you can you can kind of maneuver his own athleticism against him. Yeah, you could take him out of a play because he's he's so um he can get in so fast. Yeah, he gets there he, so quick. He'll run past the handoff. That's how fast he'll be getting in. That's yeah. And I've seen it happen. We'll run right past the handoff and then have to chase the running back cuz he's into uh he's got in too fast, but Yeah. Uh, for the uh for the Panthers game, uh, do you have a box score up? Yeah. All right. Um, total wise, I mean, yeah, that wasn't very good. Uh, I mean, we were up two scores, or at least it felt like two scores most of the game. I, we just, I don't know. McCaffrey put the team on his back, and he said, we ain't going nowhere. And when they finally started their real comeback, I mean, we, we hit Higby with the five-yard and get him. Oh, they got these all mixed up. Um, oh, yeah, these are averages. It's not the uh, the whole thing. So we put um put 166 on the ground. And then we put yeah, Gurley had 97. Yeah. Um, and then we, we had a heck uh, of a day. Yeah, one eighty, one eighty six in the uh, air. When was Goff's um, interception? When did he throw an interception? He threw that pick to. Uh, shoot, was the the safety? I remember it was a dumb pick. Hold on. It was not good. No, because you had the one that um. Well, Cam. Uh, Cam he threw got one baited. To James Bradbury, and I can't remember when it was. Let's see. Oh, it's not going to tell me the drive. Hold on, I gotta go over here. It's all the way at the bottom to watch our drives. Um, but it was uh, it was in the fourth quarter, at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Oof, yeah, I see it. I see no huddle. Oh no, that's one. Oops. That's the whole thing. That's one camp uh, through a pick. Yeah, oh, and you said uh you said Corey Little Littleton baited him into doing that, so he he must have slid over and got him. Um It said it was intended for Robert Woods. I don't know, man. Goff already threw too many interceptions for me. <laughs> What's he thrown? What, one every game, right? No, he, he need to learn how to step up in the pocket or just take off, man. <laughs> oh, man. Because he's been swatted twice. I know. He's one been swatted twice. And, I mean, I will, say, I will say <laughs> we got momentum probably wouldn't have done anything. For the Saints game, 
because they could not move that ball. Nah, but they've sure beat the brakes off of Seattle. Well, yeah, they did let uh, Russ get some garbage time. Um, yeah, know, but that, it was that's like kind of how they play. Yeah, they'll let you get all your hype out of your system, and all of a sudden, just start coming back, and then you're like, uh oh. <laughs> um, why can't I remember this int? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember Bradbury coming around. Um, I do remember Weddle getting blasted, in, uh, blasted in the head uh, oh, uh, as that. McCaffrey tried to hurdle him. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you take from the uh, Panthers game? Because, uh, I mean, it showed us a little bit of the value of Malcolm Brown, and unfortunately, everybody who picked up Malcolm Brown in fantasy hasn't really gotten anything from him. The the Panther game showed me that just if we're in a, a drag them out game, one of those nasty games we get into, like against the Bears or against the Eagles or against the the Patriots, we could we could win those this year. Yeah. Let's see. the The Bradbury pick came off a of play. Oh, he undercut the route. Mm. He threw it a little bit behind Woods, and he undercut the route. Wait, was he sitting in a clean pocket again? Yeah, it was coming off a of play. Uh, let me see. Oh, it's going to show me the ad again. He was coming off a of play action here. Let me send it to you. Oh, no, I'm already looking at it. Oh. Play action, turned around, launched it. Oh, and I get an ad. <laughs> 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 That's Ooh, not even funny. They hit you with that in my ad at least before. Mid throw, I got hit with an ad. <laughs> you gotta get the ad blocker, dog. Where's I probably do. Oh, okay, okay. So I remember this one because um, who else was open? It was first and ten, and uh, yeah, was it Cup slicing up the field right, wide open, booty that, open? No. No, that wasn't the one no, that he was threw on that, like that. Oh, he had Gurley underneath. Yeah, he had Gurley underneath for at least, like, maybe about eight yards. And just decided to just launch but it if, in if the middle of the field. If he makes a good throw there, it's a beautiful, you know, 20-yard pass. It's Well, it's first and ten, and you're up by three. What do you, what do, you do? We get chunk plays. True. We get buckets, especially after after play action. So I understand. Buckets. Like, we gotta get it. We <laughs> this is first down. We gotta hit him with it because it hurts. That's what we do. We do most of our chunk plays are on first and second along. Yeah. Well, first along obviously, but yeah. second along. It's the value of um, having uh, two uh, more downs or one uh, more or, down. Yeah, to... or play action in general because most people, most teams run on first down. We've been doing it a lot lately. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Carolina, um, we. But that's what I, I don't think we knew Cam was really injured going into that game. Um, not necessarily. Well, we thought it was his shoulder, shoulder, not his foot. But his foot. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know how bad his foot was coming out of that preseason game. And really, that that's probably going to put, put uh, Ron Rivera on notice. 
stop putting your starters in in preseason games. Well, unless Kyle Allen saves his job, Ron Rivera's she gone. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know? Christian McCaffrey ripped us a new one, or ripped that defense a new one. But that's what he do, right? True. What are you gonna do? He's the the thing with him too is we were stopping him. I know the you look at the stats and you say, wait, what? But no, we were doing a heck of a job, and it's just. 81 yards pat or 81 yards receiving and 128 yeah. on the court. On how many catches was it too? 11 or something? Uh, yep. Nine. 11, 11 targets, 10 catches. See, like, what do you crazy. want, man? What do you want? <laughs> well, he was the offense, so it's like at that point you. He's not like Emmett or not Amendola. He's not like Edelman. He was he wasn't like only getting five yards and only being the offense. I mean he. He was getting first downs, and I I do I do oh, commend yeah. him and yeah. whoever, whoever did the um, play calling where they did a direct like I don't I still don't understand how do you how do you bite on this at the goal line they run a direct snap which was um I don't think they ran the Philly special. No, they didn't. Somebody else ran it and um, messed it up. Completely. No, they ran that direct snap. They freaking... ran a direct snap. Play read, action to. No, read option oh, with Christian McCaffrey. To Cam. To Cam. <laughs> Not Cam. And Corey bit on Cam. Oh, did he? <laughs> he bit on Cam. So, <sighs> I don't. That's I give credit to whoever did it, but. I'm shelling out like now if it would have went to Cam and he would have gotten to the end zone, I give him all the credit. Yeah. That would have fooled everybody. But it wasn't well except for for Littleton. <laughs> no, he handed it off to Cam and Littleton bit on it and McCaffrey, McCaffrey ran to the left and just kind of walked into the end zone. So, he was a one he was a one man wrecking crew, but we still um we still eked it out because um, it got a little bit. Yeah, he was the only one scoring. It got a little bit hazy. We really thought. Um, we really thought we were we were all set because. Um, Turbo set. No. <laughs> uh, because Graham Gano got put on IR. Well, I mean, they did miss a field goal as well. Yeah, they missed by the three. first field goal, but I thought 50-yarders were gone. Yeah, I thought for sure. But Joey Sly hit a 52, and then his first field goal was a um, 46. But I think the first attempt they might have did one with them. was uh, a 48. I think it was like a 48 or a 47. It kind of just hung over to the right. But, I mean, they they got a liable replacement. Unlike other teams that have kicking problems. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But overall, I don't think that game, I, I guess maybe when they finally were coming back and we were only winning by 3, 23-20, and then Goff throws that interception at that one, I remember sitting back, like, rearranging myself on my couch, like, oh, here we go. Yeah, pretty much. There we go. But then, of course, you got week two. Uh, who that? <laughs> who that, that was a good one. I mean, they, it was a good one because it felt 
it felt it felt like we was just gonna shut them up. That's what it felt like to me. Like I, I at the beginning of the game, it was just like you can't blame us for last year. You can't. You can try as much as you want. You can make all the any type of conspiracy you want about it. We got given life during that no call. That's all that was. We didn't win. Yeah. The game. We didn't win the game off of it. We didn't set them up in a horrible situation to to where they couldn't they couldn't attempt to win the game. Listen, I thought America loved redemption stories and a second chance. <laughs> That's what we got. Hey, you, you sure? And well, they you hate. got that because I mean, like that. I called the game after LaMarcus Joyner let that pass go to Teddy. Yeah, that was a wrap. That was supposed to be the end of the game. Or at least just swat it to the ground because it was second second and 12. It would have been third and 12. Dude, Drew Brees probably would have chucked it up again. Even the P.I. that wasn't called, that's a a house call. If Roby Coleman's looking the right way. Oh, yeah, if he would have turned around. But, I mean, you're on the other side of the field. Littleton's pointing at you like go after the running back. He's like, who's in the running back? I'm looking for my slot receiver. And he's like, your slot receiver is the running back. And he looks, the play's already started. And he's like, uh, gotta there go, he gotta is. Go, gotta go. And he's like, the ball's probably already out. There's no yeah. safety help. That's a touchdown. No, I get it. I get it. Placed right, and it's like you put in the back of your mind, this is Drew Brees. He's not going to throw this bad, is he? Nah, who that? No one touched him. And he, I, I had to think that Tommy Lee Lewis was like his last read. He's like, there's I no mean, way, there's no way he's open. Throws it, listen, and then he's Tommy Lee Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody didn't know his you, name until that play. You know, Tommy Lee Lewis almost had his rookie pro moment. Pretty much, he, yeah, that would have been it. That you know, would have been it if he would have caught that, uh, or if Breeze would have actually put that up it correctly. He would have put that up and floated it towards the end zone. Hey, we'd be we'd be talking about him uh, trying to set up a dynasty in um, in Atlanta. But I mean, even then, or finish out one. Yeah, I was I, like, um, we actually fortunately had a, a a Saints fan and his wife sitting right next to us. Um, yeah, trying cool, to man. trying to argue with other people and stuff, and I, I tried Tucky. to explain to him. I was like, "Look, you can cry about the no call. Any other fan base will. If it happened to us, even though it actually technically did with the face mask, uh, the drive yeah. prior, you still had another chance. And I'm talking about way more chances. You kicked the field goal to go up. You had to settle for a field goal without." Um, with the no call, otherwise you'd possibly have a touchdown or you have more time off the clock. But I mean, no, well, they would have been able to nail it out and kick a field uh-huh. goal. So you have to settle for a field goal with more time on the clock. Okay, guard forty-five yards, and the game's over. You can't do that. Block a forty-six-yard field goal to tie the game as time expires. Not you can't even do that. that. Listen, all I had to do was stop the great, apparently unstoppable uh, Tyler Higby. <laughs> no, that was in um, that was in overtime. So that was OT. We don't okay. even get to that yet. So yeah. you can't block the 46-yarder 
to to tie the game, which almost went right. It like oh, it was a draw. Was close. That, that was a draw that went in. That was so on the right. Not only that, too. win the coin toss. You win that. Drive down the field, win the game. Can't do that. Trying to penalty your way down the field. Throw a pick. You throw a pick. Okay, you throw a pick. There's still time. You just need another possession to make it sudden death. So, so all you have to do is kick a field goal. Guard 47 yards? Because I want to say John caught that at the, like the the 25, 25 or the Yeah, it was, it was pretty deep in that territory. Yeah. So all you have to do is guard like 40, 40 yards. I think 40, 47 yards. You can't do that. Even though they sent the crib twice. Mm-hmm. And almost got golf, and golf was like, it, it, he channeled, he channeled his inner like Brett Favre, and was just, just slinging it out there, and Higby catching it with his fingertips. And everybody felt it. It was like, if we got to go to the Super Bowl, yeah. um, so you can't guard that. Now you got Greg Zerline in that loud, rocking stadium with all them whistles, with all them whistles. To stop a 57-yarder. And you can't do that. So, nobody can cry about that. And how I felt for that Week 2 game was like, we we just got to shut them up. And not only did we do that, they're probably up in arms about the season. Yeah. But Teddy holding their butts together. And, and, well, now, now, and, um, power to him. People forget Teddy wasn't bad. Yeah, it's like Lamarcus Joyner doing a cheap shot to to uh, to knock him out of that game, and we still lost it. Yeah, because then, they had uh, Sean Hill. And then Teddy, um, you know, the year he went down was the year the Super Bowl was going to be in Minnesota. They had. Uh, Super Bowl aspirations with Teddy. Yeah, they did. Then, I mean, that was probably like, I know it's a little off topic, but you have Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, like, oh, Teddy goes down. What do we do? Okay, let's get a first-round pick for Sam Bradford. Well, that sucked. Okay, we still finna go to the championship game. Yep, man. Ugh. I know they got work, but they made it, you know. Yeah, so they made it. It's still, I mean, it's still the, made it to the championship. championship. You don't want to go out like that. I mean, we lost to Atlanta. We lost, and they had the, we lost Atlanta because of ourselves. Listen, do the Saints have the worst playoff luck? Like, so so far, Saints, yes, like but that voodoo? you do know the bar of the worst playoff luck. Well, the bar, the bar technically for playoff playoff unlucky or um, uh. Being unlucky in the playoffs is the Bills. Oh, you make yeah, it four, you make it but, four times. Well, you you're an AFC champion for three years for four years in a row, but years. you don't win the Super Bowl. Well, the other one is the Bengals. Well, that's uh, how many years Carson you go to Palmer got hurt against the and lose it. Not just wild card that year they won the division when the when the still oh five and then lost when still is one Kimo von Ohoff and took out Carson Palmer's knee. And that was back when ACLs weren't, like, just a thing that took you out for three months or six months, you know? Yeah. Um, um, I'm just saying, listen, 
Saints, you know, New Orleans, all that voodoo juju stuff they be doing. All of a sudden, uh, the Minneapolis miracle happens, and then the no call. I, well, I swear. I should. I, I'm not even that. Beast mode. <laughs> beast mode. They, they let Cooper come do a beast quick. <laughs> oh, but that was at our house. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They let Cooper come do a beast quick. And the one thing is, Saints fans are like. I don't know. There was the one dude was sitting right next to us talking about. There's as many as us here as you. They got their Super Bowl from us. Yeah, I don't know but, how they did it. How how they got uh, Oz Hakeem to drop that to drop that punt uh, and never give uh, Kurt Warner that game winning drive. I don't know how they did it. Well, they didn't when that that year. They still got their shit pushed or their their backside pushed pushed in. Uh, what? Who did they lose to? The um. Uh, that Bucks? was the 2000 season. So, um, I would imagine they lost to the uh, Buccaneers, right? Was it the Bucks or the the Eagles? It was the Eagles. The Eagles went on that. Hey, you want to talk about unlucky? The Eagles went to what five, four straight NFC Championship games. And lost them all. Uh, they finally won one, and then <laughs> they finally won one, and then got to play the Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, that's unfortunate. Like, unfortunate, you make it to the Super Bowl and you got the gatekeepers of the NFL. Um, oh, trust are look, me. Are you looking at the uh, box score of the Saints game? Um, I got it up somewhere. I got the gang up tabs up. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking. I got you. I didn't know Teddy only had 165. I really thought he had less than that. <laughs> All right, I don't think he had that much. Yeah. Uh, 165. Oh, they're uh, putting in. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at team stats. Hey, they man, talk about shutting down a run. Fifty-seven yards on twenty carries. That's it. Oh yeah, we we shut Kamar down, and then Kamar was a one-man wrecking crew against the Saints. I mean, it was a it was mean, a beatdown, uh, and Kamar was Seahawks. swinging the hammer. Yeah, we, so? yeah, you you said the Saints, but uh, when they oh, played the Seahawks, Seahawks, he hey he ripped them new, and I'm hopeful that we um hopefully we don't do what the Eagles did. Who that? Take off the uh take off the take off the game against the Lions and then start beating up the Packers. I hope we don't take off the game against um the Bucks in order to go to Seattle and play them the at full strength because. Well, part the, part of how we're playing is possibly to keep ourselves healthy. The problem is we got Thursday night. Like that's the ultimate trap. <laughs> but golf is great on Thursday night. So against Seattle, we're going to them week five Thursday night football. Yeah, the last time that happened, I mean, there was that. Uh, it was Fossil's first game that he had to coach by himself because he was the interim head coach. And it, it didn't the first, go the greatest. Uh, it was the first game we wore the white helmets. Yeah. And unfortunately, it was a game we could have won because um, there was two wide open passes uh, uh, Goff missed. Well, there was, that was a deep, there was a deep ball to uh, uh, to Mike Thomas. He just dropped. Yeah. And then there was the one that Brian quit where he was just sitting in the corner of the end zone. Like I don't even know how he got open. He just burnt Richard Sherman. Brian quit. And Goff throws him into the raging. dirt. I was raging when we drafted him. I think I wanted someone else who was a bust anyways. But, oh, no, no, I wanted Alshon. Oh, 
don't Remember, know. we were going over that second round. We, look, we looked at a lot of the drafts in hindsight and stuff <sighs> like that. But, I mean, any other things you take from the Saints game? Because uh, the set, Well, now we know, especially with um, after the Seattle game. But that Saints defense is a lot better than people thought. And if we don't injure Breeze, I think we still win that game because we have knock them out, drag them out games with the Saints. That's just what we do mm-hmm. going back to when McVay first got there. Yep. Um, last year in New Orleans, we got sucked into their um, no more knock them out, just slang touchdowns. But we didn't let it happen in the playoffs. Um, that defense is good. That defense is really good. And if they can sure up a couple things, Eli Apple. Probably and, uh, their pass rush is um, underrated. Uh, the run that defense a lot of, is That good. a lot of yeah. team, teams aren't taking seriously because, I mean – their secondary is suspect. You don't let that happen. You don't. You don't let that Cooper Cup beastquake happen. Oh, you don't let no beastquake happen. It happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Eli Apple was known as being the weak link of the uh, Saints secondary because I mean he got he got kicked out of uh, New York and he got traded out. Yeah, he got traded out and he was considered like a misfit and Sean Payton's kind of mending that together. Trying, but Sean Payne sure ain't a defensive guy. Oh, the other takeaway is is uh, that's the game where – so Goff leads the, the league right now. He has the longest pass of the season that was um, for the most yards in the air at 60.5 yards. So his longest pass has traveled more air yards than anyone else. People have more passing, uh, longer passes, but – you know, if you throw a 98-yard screen, who cares? Yeah. So, right. it's yeah, it's the longest tra- – actually, ironically, it's the longest-traveled uh, pass versus uh, you would expect that from Lamar Jackson or um, Patrick Well, Lawrence. you got – if you want me to jump down the top five real quick, uh, what, uh, Goff's at 60.5, Wentz is at 58.4, Russell's at 58.1, Deshaun Watson's at 55.8. And coming in at five is Kyler Murray at fifty-five point one. But you don't even have. Then it goes Aaron Rodgers, Ben, Kirk's, Kirk Cousins, like Fitzpatrick, Donald, uh, Dalton, Rivers, Brady, Prescott, Prescott. You don't got Mahomes all the way down to fifth, barely over fifty yards. <laughs> yeah, nobody's probably got safeties too deep. And, yeah, and, uh, I mean Gardner right. Mischow, the 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 future of the NFL is right there with forty-nine. <laughs> I actually like that story. I like that story and more uh, more of Le, um, Lamar Jackson um, turning into the threat the threat that everybody thought he would be. Well, everyone thought he could become if he wasn't a running back. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't look very him. nice. But he really wasn't supposed to play. He was th- he was Doesn't thin matter. as a rail, yeah. and they were trying to beef him up, and they finally did got got him quarterback ready, and now he's over here slinging it. And looking like the second, uh, uh, the reincarnation of uh, Michael Vick. Jesus Christ! Hey, just real quick, that year in two thousand when New Orleans beat us, mm-hmm. they got their backside pushed in by uh, Minnesota, thirty-four uh, sixteen. The number one seed Giants beat the four seed Eagles, uh, twenty to ten, and then in the NFC title game. Like this is how crazy. So Baltimore beat Oakland in the AFC title game, sixteen to three, right? Mm-hmm. Minnesota got their backside pushed in by the Giants, 41 pop. 
And then the Baltimore Ravens beat the brakes off the Giants 34-7. And the Giants, if they don't return that kick, they get zero points. <laughs> That's how lopsided it was that year. And that was... Uh... That was Chucky's last year there. Yep. In Oakland. Well, before the comeback. Dang, and he shut out Miami 27-0. So, yeah, the beginning of that game... It... It escalated like Saints? crazy, yeah. Because I mean, you're talking about about through three quarters, a field goal, field goal, and then another field goal. Nothing. So two by us, and then um, um, two by the Saints. So it's yeah. six six heading into the uh, halfway through the um, third quarter, and then the touchdown starts. And you get one from Ty Gurley, which uh, I think both of us recorded. Yeah, yeah, I got on my Insta. And then uh, I don't know if I recorded the um, Brandon Cooks one because that one I was didn't. scary. You know what? I recorded it, but I I, <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, watch. I, I didn't want to watch through my phone. We didn't pay $300 a ticket to watch through my damn phone, right? <laughs> so uh, I recorded it, but I'm a little too tall for Cooks. <laughs> I don't really got it like that. Yeah. And that one to me was scary because it was like, Kiko Alonso was right there. Oh. But I don't know what he was looking at because it was really delayed. And I mean, that was a laser. Kiko I don't know up. if he messed up one of Cook's fingers catching that because it, it was like glue to his hand. Well, maybe. I mean, never mind. I'll and then surprising enough, <laughs> uh, with a minute left um, when we scored that touchdown, touchdown with uh, Brandon Cooks with a minute left in the um, third quarter. Yeah. Um, the beginning of the fourth quarter, the Saints still kick a field goal to make it 9-20. to 20. Like, I, like I told the Saints fan next to us, hey, dog, uh, six more field goals and you tied. <laughs> and then after you that, uh, halfway through the fourth quarter, um, unfortunately, they didn't call that a touchdown. Um with Cooper Cup's um what 60 66 yard run? Yeah, that was unfortunate. And um Goff well, ran catch it and in. run. Goff ran it in and then that was yeah. the la- that was the last of um the points and then that was it. ended up just running the score out or running the uh timeout. And it's crazy to think. I mean, throwing Teddy in there and he he technically wasn't ready and I mean you don't expect Drew Brees to be out like that. No, nah, Drew Brees hasn't been injured since, like, what, the 2012 season or something, since he was on the Madden cover? Yeah, that, and I think he got injured in the Pro Bowl. Or was that um, uh, was that why he was at um, San Diego? Mm, I don't think it was a Pro I think it was, like, week 17. It might have been the Pro Bowl when he had that really bad uh, mm-hmm. shoulder injury. No, the bad shoulder injury was uh, the last – the last game of the season of his contract with um, San Diego. San Diego. But I don't remember him getting injured in the Pro Bowl with San Diego. Okay, he must have did it with. Um, he may have, but I don't. He must know. have did it with the Saints, but. And then just Alvin Kamara being held to forty-five yards in one catch. Then we turn around and let Chubb just get in, get inside us. Well, it's a way. No, for sure. Well, actually, I don't even know what Chubb's stat line was. I just know uh, 
It felt like they were, when they decided to run, they were getting it. Yep. Yeah. So you that know. one, you put that one in the books, and that was that was a great week. That that was a great week to come out to, to come out on such a like a um, um, dominating win. It like it didn't feel like we put them through the mud, but they they sure as heck um, checked out. No, that's what I uh, so. That kind of goes into what I learned about the Panthers, right? Um, that knock them. They tried dragging us through the mud. Yep. And we said, okay, well, we're going to kick some mud in your face. Huh? <laughs> like, we'll, we'll play this game with you. Because all of a sudden, you know, the one time they've beaten McVay um, since he's taken over was when the, it wasn't a drag them out game, right? Nope. It was a high scoring, uh, 35 in the first quarter. We start coming, our first half, we start coming back, just didn't quite have enough. Every other game, when it's like low twenty, mid twenty scoring, and it's just just uh, a slugfest out there, we get it every every time. So now they're like, oh well, now we have to make it that kind of game. And <laughs> we were like, all right, that's cool. I mean, it's unfortunate they didn't have Breeze because I think we maybe not twenty seven nine, but I'm thinking twenty seven twenty, twenty seven something. Yeah, because the last time we 24. we. The last time we played them in Los Angeles, it was uh, 26-13 until like a few minutes left, and Breeze kind of not garbage timed them, but kind of didn't get the onside kick and lost the game. Yeah, and they lost. Yeah, they they ran out of timeouts and stuff. They were really um, uh, uh, fighting their way back, but they were I mean, trying. There was so much that they could only do. Yeah. So I mean. Um, they just have to find it out without um, Drew Brees, and I mean, they they might have like a Tom Brady situation when he was suspended. Out of the six games, they're expecting him to be out. Hopefully, yeah. they're smart with it and don't bring back Brees too soon, and he ends up messing it up even worse. Because well, that would be the worst. I heard it an article. Like... He said, um, I I read an article that said he's trying to beat the the. Um, yeah, the six week expectation. And listen, I ain't saying nothing, but I don't know if he should be getting surgery in LA. <laughs> no, I think maybe he should have went back home for that one. I don't know, but I think um, I think uh, I don't know if you said it or somebody else, but his um, his specialist or surgeon that worked on his rotator cuff was out there. Oh, Doctor Andrews. I think so. Yeah, that was me. Uh, so I don't know if he does fingers too, or Doctor James Andrews. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if he was out there for to uh, to do surgery through him or something like that. But I can understand why he stays out there or why he stayed out there for that. Yeah. Um, oh, he's he's still James Andrews is still doing this thing. I, I googled him real quick, and he did ah uh, well probably not the best thing to say, but he did RG three. And uh, Sam Bradford's knees. <laughs> he did Dalvin's Cook's knee. Darius look Geis's at look knee. at Dalvin Cook. Yeah, but I was just uh, RG three and Sam Bradford. <laughs> they did that to themselves. They kept, unfortunately yeah. for Sam Bradford, Browns took him out in the preseason. Bram Stranford. Oh no, this is like his last one in twenty seventeen. 
Oh yeah, another knee. Uh... But uh, James Andrews, he's been doing surgeries. Like you look him up, he did Barkley's shoulder in the nineties. Um, he didn't open up Michael Jordan, but he he gave him uh, physical therapy in ninety four. Oh, okay. You know, Allen Iverson elbow ninety. He he's been around a long time. Heck, Nick, Jack Nicholas, the golfer, nineteen eighty four. He did his knee. So Andrews has been around. He's got a long, some history with some superstars, Bo- getting them ready back to uh, go back to their sport and stuff like that. He did so. Bo Jackson's elbow in '84, Aikman's elbow and shoulder in '91. Dang, that's the money. <laughs> he did Trent Green's knee in '99. <laughs> um, but enough of that. Um, <laughs> so we move on to the Browns game, and that one is that one was a game that I love to call. Uh, prime time, prime time arrogance. We actually lost the time of possession by uh, three minutes. Hmm. Yeah, we did thirty-one easy. to twenty-eight. It was pretty even, and they they won the turnover battle, but still lost. Well, at least I didn't freaking Steelers against the Niners won the turnover battle by five. Yeah, that they, they better Jeez. clean that up before mm-hmm. they get to us. <laughs> or we'd be doing we like gonna... we did with Mostert. Like, uh, I've never seen that. I don't think Oh, we're talking about that. AD. Yeah, talking about all day. He just re... I don't know. We need a better nickname for Aaron Donald. I just... Shoot. I probably... I want to call him 99. Just just call him 99. Like, J.J. Watt, I don't think is known by his number. What is it, 97 or something? No, Watt is 99. Really? Mm-hmm. As I'm for about Aaron Donald, about to call Aaron Donald Miley Cyrus because he a wrecking ball dog. <laughs> or perfection, because like, how long did it take him to get the ninety nine overall in Madden? Like, not that long. Two years. I remember I made the joke when we drafted him that, oh look, he's gonna wear his soon to be rating. I I didn't know. But. <laughs> so I I I just call him ninety nine, but last year. When we played in Santa uh, Santa Clara, right? Yeah, yeah. Levi Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Mostert hit the right edge and was kind of in a pile, getting ready to get tackled. <laughs> and you see Aaron Donald just kind of reach in. He did it. Th- this wasn't intentional. He said it wasn't intentional. Yeah. But he just looked, and his hand was on the football. <laughs> <laughs> and just ripped it out like he that's just what, tightened up he, his he tightened up his right arm and spun. That's when he got up and he didn't know and what to do. And then he sat down and he was like he was he was showing it to the ref like it was a toy or something. Mine? He's like, I got the football. The ref's like, well, get you get your butt up and run. And it was uh-huh. too late. He had already so got he had already got tagged down. And if the Niners don't clean up. That against the Steelers, we might just mop the floor when when we uh when we come over there because uh, we play them pretty soon, don't we? Yeah, I think it's after the Seahawks game, right? I believe so. So, with the Browns game, as I was calling it, primetime arrogance. It that game just looked sloppy. Like it it could have been a lot worse than what um uh what we made it to be. It was, it was too close. Like it, oh, it probably yeah. could have been like 35 to 13. That 13 yeah, we probably couldn't have happened. 
we would have broke them, Baker Mayfield wouldn't be talking about Rex Ryan, and they wouldn't be laughing at the fourth and nine draw. We sh we should have. That's um. You know, I know we didn't do nothing in the playoffs that year, but uh, that mentality we brought into Seattle when we when we beat the brakes off them. Oh yeah, that that statement game where we was we was coming in there and we was gonna, we was gonna quiet everybody. Yeah, I don't know if we have the if just players, people in general have the energy to do that all year long. <laughs> no, no, but and we should if you can. Like, I mean, if you play your game. And you act like you can run through the opposing team, like <laughs> we're your big brother. Well, no, not not that mentality, but more like how the Patriots were playing. This is the last game of the season. Yeah, run the run through these people because you don't have any more. You don't have any more games left. If you get injured, you get injured. But if you leave everything on the table. There are no more other tables. You're gonna, you're gonna. Well, that it's kids coaching. You know, it's getting a guy like Bill that when he says if you get injured, you get injured, and the guy's like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? I got next year, my contracts. Yeah. So like, if you, you can know. convince those people that go into the uh, go into the lines then with you like that, that, that's great coaching. But I mean, I thought we were gonna break the soul of the Browns. They might do it to themselves, but they might bring it back if they beat uh, the Ravens. And I've always loved the rivalry between the Browns and the Ravens because I always want the Browns to beat the brakes off of the Ravens because technically <laughs> they <laughs> stole their team. You want them to get Debo back for jacking them? Well, not only they didn't jack them, they just <laughs> left. They fired Bill Belichick, and I, until this day, I swear up and down, Ray Lewis was on his draft board, and they stole that. And not just that, that year they got Ray Lewis and Jonathan Ogden, yeah. the Ravens. They got two Hall of Famers. Yes. So <laughs> for for that for that, I want the Brown. Browns to technically get their soul back. And you do that by beating the brakes off of the Ravens. May never happen. Well, I know that uh, we didn't quite beat the brakes off of them, but Baker, you know, Baker's down to three touchdowns, five interceptions. Maybe he's not the touchdown maker everyone thought he was. Well, not only that, um, Kitchens is on his own. Like, say what you will, but um, Greg Williams probably brought something to the table that he, sh he, he brought a defense, coach. but he brought he brought a mentality to the table mm -hmm. that they didn't have. Like he got them to believe in themselves. Freddie Kitchens that. is like just there for the ride, and I'm like, why? Why does Greg not have have this head coaching job? Uh, probably just. Well, do we want to give it to Greg, or do we want the young, up-and-coming offensive mind? Unfortunately, Listen, following, following when, the McVay trend. Yeah, but but Greg Williams brings that that Fisher mindset. That Fisher 
when we were like in divisional games mm-hmm. or when we weren't completely outmatched offensively. Um, when we got in that that um, like I said that knock them out drag that those dog fights that's when Fisher excelled right yeah when you ain't got nothing to lose so well there so if Greg Williams stays the coach but he's got Freddie Kitchens as offensive coordinator so imagine it's like a Fisher would have taken a step back and been a defensive coordinator now you can't do that after you've been a coach for so long yeah but if you have an offensive or when Fisher had Steve McNair you know and uh, um. Oh, uh, the running back. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Eddie George. He had what he needed offensively, and he could just build the defense. Williams should have kept that job. Yeah. I, I just they might beat us if they don't fire him. Shoot. True. Uh, the defense probably would have been a lot healthier. I mean, still, you're, you're talking about a Browns game that ended 2013 for us. And the Browns didn't have an entire secondary. Both starting corners were gone. Both starting safeties were gone. Yeah, but... Yeah, the backups didn't have anything to lose. And well, no, no. Um, McVay's offense, and I, I think I came away with this when we played the um, the Saints the first year, when we won 26-20. Yeah. The Saints had neither of their starting corners either. And McVeigh's offense doesn't say, that's your weakness, let me go attack it. McVeigh's offense runs a certain way no matter who you have. And I think that's the problem we run into when we run into the Bears and the, the Patriots of last year. McVeigh's going to run his offense. McVeigh probably doesn't have anything to answer that. Well, I mean, what he should have done is just ran Cooks on a streak over and over again and see what Either happened. that or it's just like, at this point, at this point in your career, you're, you have a success over a certain scheme. Yeah. Only you and who's ever done it prior can beat it. You know yeah. the answers to how to beat uh, the scheme that you have. So by now, he should have a counter to that. Once it starts getting beat, it's opening up something else. And I don't know, I don't know if him and Goff have that yet. But I mean, you still see stuff like I mean, what we were saying before. Goff's only twenty five, but I mean, you're on the bootleg and you've already w- went through your um, went through your progressions and they're all gone. So yeah. you're gonna stare down Cooks and launch it at him like he's. Uh, like he's gonna get a reception out of thin air, with a with a corner in front of him. Yeah, but no, I, no, I get what you're saying, but you gotta attack the the, the fourth stringer, right? Well, TJ Carey, throw it up. Don't you gonna let TJ Carey pick you off for real? <laughs> I'm like, don't throw it on the floor. Throw it up. Do something. Sideline well, catch so the, nobody else I, can I, get it. I think not having Blythe and not having Higgles. Um, Higby was a bigger problem than we thought. It probably was, at least blocking wise and how we run our play bench. action. Because uh, Demby had some crucial. You need to get on the bench and stay on the bench. He had some crucial false starts, like one uh, where mm. I mean Sheldon Sheldon Richardson is a pretty good tackle, and he he moved like he um he didn't move uh, um. To create a little controversy on um, uh, 
encroachment or um, a neutral zone infraction, he shifted to the side just enough, just mm-hmm. enough to throw Dingy yeah. off. I don't know why he moved, but he was like, "Here we come!" It threw him off to make him. He must have lost count of snap Listen, count. And that's he, what Aaron Donald does to people. Mm-hmm. And he just shifted. when Aaron Donald moves, people jump. Yep. Well, if Demby's gonna make Sheldon Richardson <laughs> feel like Aaron Donald, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, but he's part of our. He's no, I get our, it. He's um, not the starting lineup. I mean, he's just. He's our Blythe. Like that. That's what, what Blythe, Blythe was did. coming into yeah. last year. Because um, Jamon Brown Jamon, got. Yeah, uh, uh, Jamon Brown took that spot, and then when he got um, suspended, Blythe took it over and never gave it back. And then Noteboom is grading out as, like, one of the worst guards in, in the NFL, and Allen's grading out as one of the worst centers. I don't see that. I don't either. I don't see that. I, they're not great. I'm not saying that uh, we haven't missed a beat offensive line-wise, but we're, we're probably in the middle of the pack, maybe in the better end of average. Yeah, but I don't – I see Allen as the person that's trying uh, – who's getting, like, false starts and free plays and stuff like that, and he was doing that. His problem is he can't hold the block very well on the run game. Yeah, he's um, only six foot. He's only six foot one. Well, Don's six foot, and that leverage helps him. Yeah, he's he's pushing rather than holding. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying uh, on the run game. Yeah. He's not holding his blocks right now, so I don't know if it's something. Hopefully, uh, Cromer could could tighten up. Yeah. As the season goes along. But or they might if, end up swapping out Blythe for uh, um, for uh, put Blythe at center. Yeah, Blythe at center because he's listening. Yeah, but center. then if you can't hold a block, it's not going to help our guard. Yeah. Um, I only say that just because you know with that six-one defense, everyone's playing against us where they're taking out the toss, they're taking out the outside zone. Yep. We have to be able to run up the middle. Now we won't get our twenty-yard pops. But if we could run up the middle for seven, eight yards over and over and over again, which we should with those alignments. Yeah, it'll look like that Denver game last year. Still yeah. don't believe, yeah. like, Todd ran for 208. And eventually they will stop doing that, and then we could start. Then it becomes the mind game that McVeigh gets to try to keep them on their toes, right? Mm, yep. But as it stands right now, if Allen's not, not – I, I don't know, the Browns have a – even with Demby, the Browns have a good offensive – or defensive line. Yeah. So it's like – I mean, what are we going to do? It's probably not fair to grade Denby or Allen against them, but even the Saints' defensive line is good. The Panthers have a good defensive line. Maybe as we start getting more cupcakes. Yeah, we got (laughs) – I'm looking at the schedule. I have been meaning to post a meme of – well, I think – what was his name? It wasn't Willie McGinnis that uh, posted – Oh, one and three or zero and three? Yeah, we were were supposed to start off zero and three. I think that was Ryan Clark. No, no, Clark is in our corner. Okay, Clark had our back. Then it was uh, the uh, the receiver it was for McGinnis. the. I know his last name is McGinnis, and um, oh. he had he had us going eight and eight, starting the season zero and three. I know someone else had us going bad. They had us. Um, I think it was the receiver that's on there that used to be a Seahawk and a Viking. Mm-hmm. He had us starting out one and four or some BS. Yeah. So, um. Nick Chubb got he almost got 100 yards so he, he yeah, had 23 carries for 96 still doesn't make any sense why 
they didn't run him in the red zone. That's but, what I'm saying. I mean, I guess the threat of Aaron Donald is that strong in the red zone. Well, yeah, I think. Does Chubb's last name rhyme with touchdown maker? No. Did you need a touchdown? Yes. Uh, Insert Baker. So, Baker was sacked three times, and um, he threw that pick at the end of the game. He only had a, a 195 work off. He's Oof. sitting at um, sitting at 268. Yeah, that game was, uh, I don't know, man. I was sitting on the couch. Butt cheeks clenched. What's going to happen? I... We, I deflected that pass. I knew we won that that game after that fourth and nine draw. I was like, there's no way in heck. I'm I'm concerned Brockers is going to jump off sides. (laughs) That's what I said. But nobody was buying it, and then he actually snapped the ball. Mm -hmm. So if it was a throw, we might have been caught off guard. Yeah. But they run a draw well, play and just hand us the down. Yeah, but then don't we throw a pick right at – wasn't that when Goff threw a pick or we yeah. punt it back to him? No. Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's weird. So, he's already got a fourth quarter comeback this season. He, he, he When we're losing, he'll get us there. But uh, it's – I don't know, man. We're winning. He's it's trying weird. to get too much in, like, bad spots. Like, he's trying to make something out of nothing. But he's, not that, he's not that type of quarterback yet. Looks like when we're tied, he's like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> One was Goff's pick. Oh, no, his interception was... Uh, still, and then the other one, the one at the end of the game still just makes me mad. Oh, yeah, he did have two picks. He had two picks and a fumble. Damn. Yeah, he got, he got swatted. That's why I wanted him to step up in the pocket more or just take off. Run, like you said, he had real estate. He did it, he did it twice, and then one, he slid too early, and then the other one, he got hit in the back of the neck. <laughs> What the heck? Are you, uh, do you use ESPN? No, I use Pro Football Reference. Okay, so on the ESPN play-by-play, it shows, you know, uh, interception by golf punt. But it shows, okay, field goal by us to go up 20-13. Browns punt. Rams interception. Then it shows uh, when they threw the game-losing interception, I guess, to John Johnson. Yeah. It shows that they they scored on that play fifteen to twenty, and then the end of the game is back to twenty to thirteen. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not what happened, but no, I know. Here, let me. Yeah, that was the end of the. Let me screen print it for you and send it to you. So, what'd you think? Um. What was your takeaway from that game? The Brownies. Primetime arrogance? I still think because it's a late game and all eyes are on us that, like, golf won't take a stalemate on the play. That's how Mm. I feel about that. But um, we still have yet to get the running game going, and I don't think the rushing yards were really that much that game. Let's get back up here. I sent it to you. Yeah, Todd Gurley only had one um, 
Like I said, Todd Gurley's still getting 4.6 yards of carry. I mean, it's, it's not the greatest, but I mean. He only had 40-something yards, right? 43. Yeah, nobody was running the ball. No one could. We were about the same. Uh, 24 for 90 yards. And Cleveland was 24 for 95 yards. Yep. So nobody was really moving anywhere. I mean, Chubb still got his yards, but, I mean, sometimes he went backwards. Same thing for Baker. Yeah. yeah. But they count sacks as uh, negative rushing yards anyway. No, sacks are negative team passing yards. So if you look, Baker Mayfield had 195 yards passing, but the team passing yards for the game were, were probably, I'm sure, over 200. Yeah, we were kind of spreading it around. Goff got four four attempts for 14 yards. Gurley was 14 for 43. Oh, Goff was spreading around the ball to the damn defense. He needed to stop. How are you going to have four? Touchdowns, five with his rushing, two interceptions, what, two fumbles? Well, one fumble, right? You talking about for the year? Oh, he has, no, he has five, or four touchdowns, five with his rushing. He has three interceptions on the season, four uh, turnovers. He should have five turnovers with his dang, the Saints one. That counts. Oh, it was. Okay, then never mind. No, yeah, he has five. I got five touchdowns and five turnovers. And less than, like, 600 yards after three weeks, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on, golf. We need um. So now, oh, yeah, 737 yards. I'm being, uh, I'm, I'm being. Uh, now we get to move to the Buccaneers game, which is our first do, trap game. Do, do, do. And it's a trap game for you listening because we got to go to Seattle for Thursday Night Football. And you on the third of October, more than you want to win the Buccaneers game, but, but you that one's a lot both. more important. Um, maybe not as important. Not obviously, still is, but maybe not as bad now that Seattle's not unbeaten. Are we the last NFC unbeaten? Nah, the stupid Niners are three zero. And the Lions. Well, they're not three <laughs> zero. No, uh, they got yeah, the because the, they lost last night. The the Packy Packers. And then the South is trash. Yeah, it's us, the Lions. Ooh, that just don't sound right. <laughs> and the Niners. And the Niners. <laughs> in the NFC. But then you got, you know, the Pats, the the Chiefs. AFC I'm not worried about because the only AFC that we played. Oh, Dallas, Chiefs. Dallas. I forgot about it, the Cowgirls. Oh, yeah. Dallas might be the one uh, that winds up being unde um, undefeated for um, – they might be us last year. Go all the way to week eight. Mm -hmm. Are we? No, we don't play until week um, week fifteen. But it might take them. They might be undefeated all the way up until like week week nine or. Um, no, I'm saying like last year we were undefeated all the way up until week. Uh, week eight, we lose yeah. our first game. But I, I'm thinking they might end up losing in New Orleans because they got to go there. That's what I'm thinking too. And they, I think New Orleans, having that New Orleans uh, still remembers that. Uh, uh, that 10 game where they yeah, um, from last year yeah they gave uh, Kamara a concussion uh -huh. the refs didn't even and then they celebrated over it. over it yep so hey you know what gets me is why we got three of the four NFC South opponents within three weeks dog 
Or within four weeks. I don't know. Trying to get it out of the way as soon as possible, I guess. I guess, but that's kind of weird, huh? It is. I mean, we swept the uh, we we swept the AFC South last year. No, we didn't. The East. Or, no, uh, no, West. No, no, we didn't. The, what did we play? The North. We started. We started out with the Raiders. Oh, the AFC West. Yeah. yeah. We started out with the Raiders. Played uh, the Chargers week three. Kansas mm-hmm. City, and then um, I don't remember when we played. Uh, um, I don't remember when we played the Broncos. The Broncos somewhere late, week week seven or something. Yeah. So the Bucks that was game. The coldest. Bucks game coming up. Uh, do they have stat leaders and stuff? Bucks are one and two, but famous Jamie's he leads the league in aggressive percentage per um per uh, next gen stats. Yeah, Jamie's um, Jamie's Winston is uh oh wow. Um, I didn't know he had that kind of stats. Yeah, Austin famous James more passes than him. Sure, but look, famous Jameis is trying to eat some dubs. All right, he wants. <laughs> yeah, his career depends on it right now. I mean, he wants Bruce to throw Arians up that West Side. In, if Bruce Arians comes in and just cans you, I, you might end up like Antonio Brown. No, no one's gonna want to deal with you. I mean, Except for you don't even have the cachet. You're a bust. Yep. He's the number one pick. Yep. Did he ever even make the playoffs? No. No, right? Like he, he's had Mike Evans. He had uh, Vincent Jackson. It's not like he had nothing. Um, their tight end, uh, the one I just traded you. He's been to the doghouse. Do you think they unleash him? Or you think John Johnson's kind of got our tight end phobia out the way? Yes and no. They're probably going to try to pick on Taylor Rapp as much as I like him. Um, there's still instances where they have busted coverages, but I do. Yeah, he's a rookie. I do expect um, John Johnson and uh, Wade Phillips and the uh, defense to get that cleaned up. Um, as of right now with the uh, injury report, Chris Godwin might be out. He he's now downgraded, or he was questionable. Now he's downgraded to doubtful. The receiver, right? Yes. Ooh. So the only person out there is probably going to be Mike Evans, and he's going to get like triple. He's going to get to leave. He, yeah, he's going to get to leave. So now I told you my trepidation about um, this might be one of those games Sue gets up for. Well, he doesn't have much of a choice because Vita Vea's out, or he's questionable. Devin White is questionable. Um, their outside linebacker is questionable. And James Dean, I think their start, starting um, corner is questionable. Dude. I don't even know what happened to Blaine Gabbert. Their backup quarterback is on IR. The Gabster? Yeah. Jason Pierre-Paul got yeah, sent on IR. Uh, what happened to him? Who? Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, his hand? That got Just him kidding. sent to IR? No. I t- no. I, no. We already know about that. Like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what the joke was. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, got, that lost him all that money. Uh, 
injured reserve. You know they changed the disabled list in baseball to the injured list? He was a DL for, I don't know, 100 years. Now it's the IL. Because they said it was offensive to call people disabled. Um, hey. Neck. Neck? Ooh. Uh, Pierre probably won't see the field for at least another month and a half, so he's probably designated to come back later. Okay. Uh, rehab reserved on football. He'll be eligible to practice until week six. He was cleared recently by, by club doctors, but he's resuming rehab. And I think everybody's clear to go. On our side, yeah, Higgles and uh, Blythe. Blythe. Cleared. And Blythe was one I was worried about. I, I, I mean, and Michael well, Brockers uh, doesn't have doesn't have the cooties anymore. What do you have? He had the hiv. <laughs> um, he had the flu or something. I think so. I didn't say what. He it ain't was. got. It was, it was he ain't got the Sam Darnold, do he? <laughs> as as much as we laugh about that, man, that's crucial. No, what's crucial is being a multimillionaire, and you finna let yourself get get a fifteen year old disease. Hey Darnold, you're not at SC anymore. What are you doing? Mono? Mono? <laughs> Listen, well, I don't even know what, what are the symptoms of mono. There's no way. Unless my temperature is like 104, I'm still playing. Like what do you I ain't mono? And they don't want him to play because he'll contaminate other people. Whatever. We about to <laughs> you might have, I honestly hey, you might have I, chemical warfare. Hey, snap the ball. Hey, have him take hey, his helmet off and start bet, sneezing on people. I bet you they score more than 14 against the Patriots, though. <laughs> hey, give him the ball and just have him start spinning. Hey, have him do that that uh, middle of the field handshake with Brady. <laughs> let him let him toss that coin, baby. Listen, actually, that was what I was kind of hoping for. When I saw he got mono. I was like, ooh, because I like chaos. I was like, I can't wait for other players in the locker room to come out with mono and just the rumors to start. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's what I was hoping for, but they, they got his ass there. Like, uh, contamination. Yeah, I, that might be through the league, too. Like, bro, you, I don't know how you got this. Um, stay away from the team. Yeah. Hey, um, Joe Barry. He jumps around a lot on our sideline, huh? Like, I know Wade's old. He can't really be doing Joe all that. Joe Barry? But, yeah. Oh, you all right. I know who you're talking about. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> no, because he. if I know who you're talking about, I just need to see his face. Um, Joe Barry. White dude. American coach for the Rams. Uh, what's he what is he, assistant? Assistant and linebacker He's a coach. linebacker's coach. Okay, uh, I need a different picture of him because if you look at, is that him? Zoom in. No. <laughs> um, I remember him. Yep. Uh, he was on the Redskins? I didn't even know that. He scooped him up? Huh. Hey, you know we, who else was scooped from the Redskins? Our tight end coach. Yeah, but that was uh, that was this year. He's been <laughs> nah, he's been with us for a while. Um, and he went to USC. No, okay. So when you when you listen to the sounds of the game from um, the red um, 
the Rams YouTube the, or their, their app or the the Rams website um, through their media or through the Rams media. Um, yeah. When when Greg Zerline kicks that fifty-seven yarder yeah. to this field uh, to send us to send us to the Super Bowl, yeah, he's the first one running on uh-huh. the field screaming yes, yes. Even even um. When Greg kicked his field goal last week, he's on the sideline. If you listen to the sound of the games from uh, the Browns game mm-hmm. so and like, the Saints game. I don't know game. why he's so hype on special teams, but I do understand <laughs> um, that um, he's no uh, he's no Ted Rath, but um, well, I don't know if he even does that anymore. I don't know. I know McVay still walk around like he's Conor McGregor, like he's Vince McMahon. He's walking up and down the sideline. Oh like that. yeah, <laughs> no chance. Um, hey, Joe Barry's been around a long. He was a he was a Niner. Yep. He was. Oof. Had a block. Rams had a block party today. Oh man, don't tell me that. Well, I don't know what they're doing. Um. NFL Partying. 100 block party today at uh, 1-3 at the Memorial Coliseum. Shoot, man. I wait, live. what? Was there the... Wait, hold on. Did it? Does it cost to come in here? I was just going to say, listen, dog. It was cost aside, aside, I live 60 miles from the Coliseum. Uh, it's a Saturday still. If I leave now, I might make it by one. <laughs> Saturday traffic been booty. I took uh, my kid to the UCLA game a few weeks ago. Freaking two and a half hours to get the pass. Oh, the block party is right in front where we were, where um, they had, uh, you remember that, um, the fan zone? Same area. Yeah, where the Saints fans me too you. <laughs> me too <laughs> Listen, I know they didn't go all the way, but you tell me if you would have thrown that, thrown on the, if you would have given them the phone back and said, I ain't taking no damn picture of you, you know it would have went somewhere. It would have went <laughs> they had intentions in the eyes, dog. I'm not that paranoid, but okay. Uh, no, I don't trust it's, Saints fans. It's free. Yeah. It's called Christmas Lane. Ooh. I got to do something with the kids today anyways. Maybe I'll strap them up. And... I got all four got, of them uh, with me today, boy. Three hours. I got all four of them with me today, so. Um, all right, so before we close this out, um, give your predictions. Um, your, your standout on defense, standout on offense, and your final score. Well, defensively, I'm going to let you pick 4-3 and tell the audience why, because uh, you got that. But besides that, I think Aaron Donald's going to start taking off. I think, remember last year, he didn't get his first sack till week four, but he got, what, three of them? Against Kirk Cousins? Or he got two? I don't know. He, no, he had three. He, he had three, three. against Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins. And he got his first sack against Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah, so he got his first one against Baker. I think now he's going to gonna take off the uh, – the Bucks aren't particularly known for having a great offense of the line anyways. Um, Bruce Arians is known with no. his Air Coryell style offense. He likes the, the air raid offense. He likes to throw it and throw it far. That's not good for famous Jamies. I think Cooper Cup – Gets back in action. Cooper Cup has himself another one heck of a game. Um, I expect Goff to go over 300. 
finally for the first time this season. I'm going. Uh, I think we average it. I go. I'll go 32. 16. Okay. Offensive standout is probably going to be Ty Gurley. It's been quiet, and I do think Arians is. Ironically, Arians is arrogant enough (laughs) to start leaving the box open to try to cover Cooks, Woods, and um, Cup. I don't think he has the corners to do it. Yeah. But he's probably going to leave it all up to Sue. Sue's going to fail miserably. And, and real quick, remember when Arians made those comments about Fisher and the Rams? Yeah, he was like, hey, that, "How are you going?" Uh, he was like, "How are you going to um, say Talk we don't crap. have a chance to get a team yeah, against a team that goes um, uh, eight and eight and, and six and seven ten. and nine every year?" Or did he say seven and nine? Because he, um, yeah, no, he said eight and eight. Cause, yeah. He said both. He says okay. that goes eight and eight every year because um he was um uh what do you call it uh yeah he was mad that no the, the odds we were... I'm trying to think what, did, what oh uh, were they the dog yeah they were uh they were Against the underdogs in they, our house I think it was um like by four points or something it was I was bringing that up because I don't think Gurley was there for that but um no. Donald was he was. You know, and we don't have a whole lot of holdover from that, no. but that's not something a guy like Donald forgets, I don't think. No, a not when they're in like the way that, that Eric Weddle um, uh, um, prepares, so they might yeah. find something about it and stuff. <laughs> On the side note, Andy, Eric Weddle got into a little, um, uh, oh. little beef with um, Antonio <laughs> Brown. And Antonio Brown, like, it do sounds like Mayweather. Uh. I was like, what is wrong with him? And I mean, I will say personally for me, as much as as much as entertaining Antonio Brown has been with all the antics that he's been doing and stuff, I I don't know his history yeah. prior to his stardom at Pittsburgh. Like how he's been coming from uh eastern Michigan and then going to the Steelers and then Rising to fame because wasn't he like a fifth rounder? Yeah, yeah, or, or something, maybe a third, but he, he definitely wasn't a high pick. He changed after you know, that. Weird. After that, Vontez perfect hit. Everyone was saying that it's a Vontez perfect hit, but uh, Pat McAfee, I was listening to his podcast, and he brought up something real interesting. He goes, you know, maybe it wasn't that. He goes, maybe it was when he was live streaming and he shouldn't have been. And uh, uh, Tomlin, he was Instagram live streaming, and Tomlin said something to the effect of, now we go up north and play those, those uh, and he said something derogatory about the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And people were talking, I mean, he was made fun of, he was laughed at, he was, he was ridiculed over, Antonio Brown was over that whole situation and then after that maybe he was like man i do everything i can i'm still the bad guy i make one little mistake and this is how they treat me no well that that too but i i think that was um because you saw Tariq cohen's uh instagram live stream right no uh -uh. oh that had kyle long naked and (laughs) yeah he showed kyle's long um yeah weddle got into a um little dispute, Twitter spat Twitter spat with uh AB cuz AB apparently he already de- declared 
declared that he doesn't need the NFL and he's probably not going to play for him. And then a week later, after trying to sue the Raiders and (laughs) the Patriots for his money, that he didn't even play. Um, He played a single game for the Patriots and he's trying to get this whole guaranteed contract. And he played against Miami, so really? Yeah, he... He's trying to say that the NFL needs him. And Eric Weddle was like, um, nah. no, they don't. You don't even play for a team. And then uh, A.B. went off on him talking about, about you don't even know me. And he's like, I don't need to know you. You're not on a team. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I would burn you anyway. And he was like, you won't. You're not on a team. <laughs> You need to be on the team first, and I got to play you for you to burn me. So, uh, defensively for for this uh, Bucks and Rams game, I'm going to give it to um, Marcus Peters because I – does Tlaib move with Evans? With no. our scheme, I don't know no. if he moves with Evans. So no. they're going to try to put Evans on the other side because he's having so much problems with Tlaib. And then that's when Peter's going to start getting them. Because it's like they, yeah. they've been quiet. No one is testing them. Like just they don't know what to do because uh, there was a clip during the Browns game where Tlaib went over to Peter's and was like, hey, we looking for a play. He's I forgot what he yeah. called it. Called it why something or um, like out yeah, no something. He was like, hey, look for it. It's coming. And he was like, well, it, if it does, it does. But Tlaib and Tlaib and Peterson ain't really did anything. No one, well, no one will throw it to him. <laughs> this is the first week four they've played together, you know? Yeah. Last year the injury started coming week three. Yeah. Um, it was during the um, – the Clipper uh, game, the, yeah, the um, Chargers game. So, I, I give it to Peters, and then I give it to Todd Gurley, and I, I'd say the the score is probably gonna be like thirty five to um, thirty five to ten, or like thirty five to uh, so six. So you, you expect the same like me? Yeah. Blowout. I, I it's a trap game though. But and if Goff doesn't get his head out yeah, of his butt, yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't clean that up, then we look we looking at all kinds of problems. And all kinds of um, speculation heading into the Seahawks game. But Thursday night against Seattle. If it does be close, I'm calling it conservative and we're trying to stay healthy. Yeah, I can see it. It's just, uh, you know, um, McVay has never not been in first place in the NFC West. Yeah. So. Uh, we got the Bucks. I guess the Niners are the only way. Uh, they're on a bye. So we got to win this game. <laughs> no, this game and the one against the Seahawks? Oh, yeah, I guess technically because a couple days worth would be. Yeah. We'll be all right. The Niners uh, week, f- week five have the Browns in San Fran. And then we go to the San Francisco or Santa Clarita to. Put a fork in them, boys. But uh, that's your prediction. We did an hour and 40 almost now. <laughs> Double time. Double time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trying to make up for that time we missed. 
I don't know if we're going to be able to get one out, guys, before the Thursday night game. Um, we'll try, right? Yeah, we can try. We can try, we can for, try. We can we'll, try for Monday. Uh, uh, try to we can record night. it, but it's it's the editing and, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we can, hit, we can hit it Monday, and hopefully we'll be able to get one out by Thursday night for you. Um, and, well, I guess I got the last words since you had the intro, yeah, right? Yep. Close it out for Well, us, we man. were going to make... We're going to make a custom shirt for uh, for all Jay to go to the the, or the Browns game. And on the back, I wanted to put, don't pound it, or ram it, don't pound it. <laughs> so the dog pound ain't got nothing on us. The Bucks, they finna eat this L. Jameis is going to be starving. Famous Jameis has more fumbles in his career than touchdown passes. Let's go. Aaron Donald, Fowler. Maybe you book him, Brock. Maybe we could... We could do some it's gonna be one heck of a game boys and if you live in socal 16 dollars gets you in you can't beat that yeah you might want to go <laughs> you're going down oh. uh you're going down that blue and yellow yes sir yes sir on three we turbo set yep all right one two three turbo, turbo set, set.